Holidays are here, and so is fashionable fitness. Gift yourself a Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G, a phone that folds in half to literally stand on its own. Pair it with the Galaxy Watch 4 for ultimate wellness and wow factor. Check health stats, flex personal records. Over 90 activities can be tracked, like biking, swimming, golfing, and more. Invest in yourself with tech made to crush goals. Holidays open up with Galaxy. Shop it all at Samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with Carrier. Products sold separately. For the ones who get going when the going gets tough. And the ones who know we're tougher together. For the pathfinders breaking new ground. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as fast access to experts and 24-7 customer support. Because we know you have people depending on you. So you can always depend on us. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey everybody, this is Sam with Wrestling Overtime. I'm here with your news and thoughts for no or excuse me, February 10th, 2021. And this looks like a typical Wednesday where we pretty much get slammed with news. So this may be part one. We're going to have to wait and see. But I'm getting the feeling it's going to be part one. Uh, Joey Ryan's name, of course, came up several times during the hashtag speaking out movement that was in May and June. And he outright right denied all claims against him and said that he had the proof of course later he was fired from impact wrestling and then he filed multiple multi-million dollar lawsuits against several people who actually came forward against him but according to heal by nature Joey Ryan's lawsuit against several of his accusers has been thrown out without prejudice. On February 10th, this morning, a judge ruled to dismiss the Ryan case against three separate accusers. He was seeking $10 million in cash from each lawsuit, $30 million. Um, the one that I'm waiting though for is, um, I want a result from the lawsuit that Jerry Ryan filed against Impact Wrestling. I want to see how that one actually goes. We have some unfortunate news. If you guys have heard me talk about him, I think he is the next big prospect. Be, he is before the Regal Twins. You guys know that I talk about the Regal Twins constantly, but Danny Limelight, I think he is a star in the making. Um, serviceman, uh, Marine drill sergeant who is now into wrestling and high flying, absolutely unbelievable. But he got some bad news. He tested positive for COVID-19. Now he wrestled in New Japan Strong, I believe, I'm trying to think where else he wrestled, I believe it was MLW, um, and he's recently been on AEW, he's been on AEW Dart, but 
I guess two weeks ago, you heard me shout him out. He was on AEW Dynamite. He took on Kenny Omega in a tag team and looked unbelievable. And so, Danny, my thoughts and prayers are out with you. I hope your little girl does not get it. Um, Impact Wrestling made an announcement that they're going to have a new show begin next week on February 16th on Access TV. It's going to be on at 7 o'clock, an hour before their regular two-hour Impact Wrestling show. It is called BTI. stands for Before the Impact. And John Burton, who is a Nashville uh, local broad- sports broadcaster, is going to join Gina Miller and Josh Matthews as the host. Josh Matthews is also going to be the executive producer, and it's going to feature in-depth previews of the biggest matches on that night's card, exclusive interviews with different Impact Wrestling stores, and behind the scenes. But here is the kicker. It's going to have an exclusive match each week. So, I don't know whether they'll put that in the middle or towards the end or what, but you may want to check it out. They did not announce the match for the debut show that's going to be on February 16th. So, I am interested in it. I will be checking it out. I'll give you the heads up on it. Now, finally... How long have we been talking about this story? Like a week? Week and a half? Finally, 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 Twitter took action against Alexa Bliss's stalker. Or if you want to call him an obsessed fan, you can call him an obsessed fan. By restricting him for 12 hours. Well, whoop-dee-doo. Why only 12 hours? This is craziness. And for all of you who are taking up for him, there's so many people I'm seeing on Twitter. Um, there is actually um, a hashtag going around that says Albert Little Trolling. And you guys are awful. Absolutely awful thinking that he is just a troll and that he doesn't mean anything by it. Guys, you don't know that. You don't know that he does not have mental health issues that would cause him to take action. But um, he said he will try to be, quote, more subtle, unquote, with his tweets from now on. After he served his 12-hour suspension, then he said, quote, you will never find me. I'm not going anywhere. Stay tuned. You don't want to miss it. Well, I'm assuming what he didn't want us to miss was hours later. After he had been muted for 12 hours, what he did was he switched for a moment over and tweeted Sonia Deville. And I'm going to read you his exact tweet 
that he sent Sonia Deville. Quote, Hello, Sonia Deville. You may have escaped from the guy who just wanted to love you, but we'll have to wait and see about next time. I know you don't like guys. You're a lesbian, but maybe I can fix you. Unquote. Guys, do you seriously think this guy's still trolling? Do you guys still think this is funny? Because I don't. I don't think it's funny that he's threatening Sonia Deville about next time. And that he can so-called fix her. And then immediately after this, he went back to Alexa Bliss and again reiterated that he was married to her. Come on, guys. This is going too far. Now, also on Twitter, Nia Jax told Lana that she needed to go back to training. She accused Lana of almost hurting her. Well, guys, I I don't know about you, but I watched Monday Night Raw. Um, Lana didn't almost hurt her. Lana moved out of the way. Nia Jax hurt Nia Jax. Now, for all of those of you who are believing that John Cena is coming to WrestleMania, he has now put it out twice. The second time, he was speaking to Forbes magazine. Yes, the one that names the richest people in America. That Forbes. And he said, I can't leave Canada. And come back without a lengthy quarantine. And he said he's shooting the Peacemaker series for HBO Max. That's a spinoff of the Suicide Squad. And they can't halt production for that long just because I, meaning John Cena, want to go to WrestleMania in Tampa. This could cost them about three weeks. Guys, um, they're filming this in Canada. Canada right now has an executive order by their prime minister that says if you come into their country, you must, and they are enforcing it, quarantine for two weeks. So if he leaves the country, when he comes back to start back up, he must quarantine for two weeks. And then have to get resituated and all that. It's going to cost him about three weeks. And he cannot do that to this series um so many people aren't getting the chance to act right now because of the pandemic and everything that everyone in the world is going through there's no way that john cena being the guy that he is is going to cost these all of the actors all of the stunt people all of the grips all of the camera guys and all of them, production time of three weeks. And if they come home to America, they would have to do the same exact thing as him. 
So, no, you guys know John Cena. He's not going to do that. However, you know this is in his hometown of Tampa, or his adopted hometown of Tampa. And I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't talk one night through video or say something. They do some kind of interview on the pre-show with him. But he is physically not going to be in Tampa. Now, Brandy Rose was on Renee Paquette's oral sessions. I'm going to quit explaining to you guys who Renee Paquette is. She is formerly WWE's Renee Young, and she is married to John Moxley. And Brandy told her she is trying to stay off TV. She said, quote, no one wants to see a pregnant lady on a wrestling show, unquote. And I do. I want to see how cute she is. I've been following her on social media, and she's getting her little bump, and I think she is just as cute as she can be. Um, I am assuming that they have found out the gender because she was tweeting out that they may tell what the gender is. A lady wrote her, tweeted back at Brandy and said, and the name or the list of names? And Brandy was pretty emphatic and was like, no, we're going to be keeping that to ourselves and strictly family. We are not going to put that out in the public. Now, for those of you, since Charlotte came back, uh, I had a person write me earlier, I guess, no, it was late last week, um, about Andrade and why he wasn't in the Royal Rumble. Charlotte's came back, and this lady was expecting Andrade to be in the Royal Rumble. Well, Andrade hasn't had a match since October 12th, 2020, when Angel Garza beat him in under three minutes. It was basically the blow-off breakup for them. Um, He also wasn't put in the draft. He wasn't drafted, and he wasn't signed as a free agent. Right after that, he put out into social media stating that he had a minor injury that he was going to get taken care of. Now, I don't know whether that meant surgery or whether he was going to have to do physical therapy or exactly what he was going to be doing. He wasn't listed as a Royal Rumble alternate. And... I can't find anywhere where anyone says that he was even in the building. So I don't know if he was even in the building to watch Charlotte and Oscar. I have no clue. But he was not listed on the list of Royal Rumble alternates like um, Cedric Alexander and Buddy Murphy were. Now, Ring of Honor has come out and they have confirmed that they have signed Kenny King to a new deal, but they did not release any details. So this is, I think, uh, signing number five 
that Ring of Honor has done probably in the last week, week and a half. New York also came out, and they are going to allow indoor arena events with new restrictions starting on February 23rd. And this is by the New York Post. Um, the rules of it is that all arenas are only allowed to fill up to 10% of their capacity. Any fan attending the event must also present a negative COVID-19 test that took place within 72 hours from the event. And face masks will be required at all times. So, um, for everybody who was saying when I said, oh, baseball might get pushed back, maybe um, WWE will get to stay in Tropicana Field and stay there at least until April, and people were writing in or tweeting and saying, well, I hope they come north, I hope they come to New York. Well, you know, with the Barclay Center, Madison Square Garden, what's the other small arena that they have? Maybe they could work out a schedule, maybe, where they could rotate. But, man, oh, man, that's going to be rough. Because you've got to think, basketball's still in season. And the Nets play at Barclay. And then, of course, you've got the Knicks at Madison Square Garden. So while I know all of you in New York, New Jersey, basically in the New England area, hope that they do that. I can't see them taking down even a partial of the Thunderdome, because remember, they're only going to be at 10% capacity. So I think they would still have to have some of the LED screens, probably the further away ones. And I can't see them taking that down and moving it, because could you imagine if they were in Barclay on Monday and then on Friday in Madison Square Garden? I can't see them doing that, and I can't see Vince McMahon being happy with a thousand to two thousand people. You know. Now, Devon Dudley. I told you a couple news and thoughts episodes ago um, that he had unfortunately had a stroke, but that he was recovered, and he was talking about how he was back, and that he was having really no side effects or anything. So he has stated on his Table Talk podcast, he's far from finished. He would love to be in the 2022 Royal Rumble. He made it very clear that he doesn't even care if he wins. He just wants to be in it. He wants to be one of the veterans that has asked to come back in it, and he wants to prove this to everybody. Now, for those of you who thought the claimed wasn't real, well, they are. They're dropping singles now. Um, They cooked up something special for Chris Jericho and MJF, and it is a two-minute diss song, 
and it is loaded with a lot of double meanings, and they talk about MJF on Rosie O'Donnell's show as a kid. They talk about uh, Jericho losing the AEW World Championship at Longhorn. It is hilarious. It's on YouTube. Um, I actually believe it's on the AEW YouTube site, actually. But um, it is hilarious, and I hope they continue dropping singles before their matches, or at least before their big matches. Nikki Cross told you guys last month, uh, she put out that one tweet where she was searching and how Royal Rumble was coming up and veterans were coming back and she wondered about her own legacy. Well, guys, she has put out another social media post where she said, Nikki Cross, um, if she has to is ready to walk away with her held held her head held high if people underestimate her she is ready to choose herself every time she wants a real change to be made and i don't blame her because for a year you know she well even last year in NXT, she was one of them the fans really took to. When she come up to the main rosters, they changed her gimmick a little bit. Then they stuck her with Alexa Bliss as the best friend. And then she got kicked to the curb. And it was like she was forgot about for three or four months. They finally brought her back, you know, in the Royal Rumble. And then she had a match with Alexa Bliss where she was basically tortured by Alexa Bliss by her popping into her old Alexa Bliss uh, when she was the goddess and she was Nikki Cross's best friend. And so I hope they do something with this character. I hope Nikki Cross gets her way and a change is made. But I hope... That if they don't, that she is strong enough that when her contract runs out, that she can walk away. Because you can see she is not happy right now. And she is happy when she's wrestling and doing what she loves. And I just wish WWE would let her do that. Uh, today, Finn Balor has actually officially... Spent more time in NXT than he has on the WWE roster. But everyone's question is, does he go back to the main roster? Guys, I don't think he does. I don't think he wanted to when they were traveling, and now that they're not, and they may pick it back up. WWE said in their earnings call that they look to be touring again, not as um, drastically as they were, but they look to be touring again in uh, the fall of 2021. I don't think Finn wants to go back to that schedule. 
I think he enjoys his time at NXT. I think he enjoys working with different wrestlers, younger wrestlers. Um, from what I've read and what I've heard, he has popped in in the performance center on training classes and helped out and worked with some of them. Finn has been a trainer forever. Um, if you remember, uh, Becky Lynch talked about how Finn Balor had his own gym in Ireland before he made it big and he helped her. So he has that knack. He's married now and he truly is happy with his life. And so I don't, I don't see him going back to the main roster. Maybe I'm wrong, but I just don't. Now on Busted Open Radio, Bully Ray talked about Lana's current position in WWE. And he praised her. He went out of his way to praise her for not complaining about anything and going for whatever they give her. And she does. Guys, that horrible last year, beginning of the year, when she was breaking up with Rusev on TV and going to Bobby Lashley and then they were going to get married and and she was uh, being shrill all the time, screaming. And then they found out uh, she was having an affair with Liv Morgan and getting thrown into cake and, and then she disappeared and come back and she was with Natty and then she was put through tables for nine times. She has went after it with everything she's got. And he said huge props for pulling everything off with total commitment. And then he said she isn't afraid to do anything that's asked of her. And Bully Ray said she is likely the toughest person on the WWE main roster for doing that. Now, while speaking at a virtual meet and greet, Tori Wilson revealed how she once teased John Cena. She called him a jobber. This took place after John Cena and Don Moore were beat by Tori Wilson and Billy Kidman at WWE's Rebellion 2002. He had recently just came up to the roster and she called him a jobber. Now, of course, John Cena is the 16-time world champ and has became the face of the company for over a decade. And people this year are begging for him to come to WrestleMania when he can't. Um, I think that is hilarious. And that's probably true, uh, that a lot of people probably did think he was a jobber. Think about what he looked like in 2002 before he went and became the doctor of thugonomics. You know, he was this clean-cut, baby-faced boy in, you know, Speedos, basically. And she probably did think he was a little bit of a jobber. But now, on Talk is Jericho, DDP, Diamond Dallas Page, revealed how he actually had legitimate heat with Ric Flair, that both of them didn't like each other. During their time in WCW, they feuded together, and then they also worked together in WWE in 2001-2002 in that area. And 
they legitimately didn't get along, didn't uh, particularly care for each other or talk. But he said in around 2008, they were both at an autograph signing, and he came up to Ric Flair and told him, you know, he wanted to squash the heat. And Ric Flair kind of blew him off and was like, you know, it's fine. And he said, no, no, I'm being serious. I really want to bury the hatchet. And they talked some, and then Ric Flair said, "Um, don't worry about it. And they shook hands and hugged. And DDP revealed that, you know, he and Ric Flair have talked, you know, several times since then. And he really feels that they did bury the hatchet. The thing that I found most interesting, though, of a lot of these news items is Matt Hardy was on Devon Dudley's table talk. And he believes that a match... Between the Dudleys, the Hardys, and Edge and Christian could be done now in 2021. He talked about doing a cinematic TLC match. And he said it could be done so that it would be entertaining that it would look unreal, and that every wrestler would be safe. Devon kind of acted a little intrigued by that possibility. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm intrigued, and I hope somebody puts it together. I know that they're all with other companies, and they're doing other things, but man, oh man, there's some partnerships going on, some doors are getting knocked down, Let's knock this one down and let this one happen because I would love to see a cinematic TLC match with these three teams of my childhood. Oh my gosh. Um, Iron Anderson, though, surprised a lot of people. On his Iron podcast, he was asked about managing a tag team. He said, if I had to choose one single tag team, then it would have to be FTR. And of course, everybody I know when they heard that was like, oh, the four horsemen, him and Tolly are are going to get a stable together. I told you, I told you. No. He said then, after that, something is going to happen that's going to totally change his life and the life of the person he will be working with. And he said, will be working with. So who is Iron Anderson going to be working with? I don't think it's someone he's already working with. So I don't I think we can rule out Cody. I think we can work, rule out probably everyone in the Nightmare family, including Red Velvet. Who does Iron Anderson have his eye on? Is it a new signee? Is it someone from AEW Dark? Is it someone on the roster that maybe is getting overlooked? That's something. I I want to know.
Now, Private Party are set to challenge for the Impact Wrestling Tag Team Championships at No Surrender this Saturday. But they took to social media and they are extremely upset that Impact Wrestling has decided to add Chris Sabin and Cowboy James Storm to this match with the Good Brothers. I told you about that in the prediction show. And sorry to say, if you didn't listen to the prediction show, I'm not picking private party. So you need to go back and listen to the prediction show. And you need to make sure you don't forget February 13th, this Saturday at 8 o'clock. Um, I believe their kickoff show is at 7 or 7.30 uh, on Impact Plus. They are having their No Surrender pay-per-view. Last new news item is I kind of thought was funny. Um, Christian said that he legitimately thought his WWE return meant just as much, if not more, to Edge than it did to him. He said when he made his first elimination and he looked up, Edge was grinning at him during the Royal Rumble. He said he's always had my back and has always wanted the best for my career. And I truly believe that. Those two are unbelievable childhood friends that met up in wrestling again, became a tag team, went apart, became a tag team again. They then created a podcast, created a WWE network show, and I think these guys are going to be in each other's lives forever. Um, and so I I believe what Christian said. I think Edge was just as happy as Christian was to be back in the ring. But that's your news and thoughts for today, February 10th. If you guys have any questions, comments, problems, or protests, you guys need to write me at wrestlingovertime at gmail.com or hit me up on uh, Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at wrestlingovertime. Let me know what you're thinking. I'll talk to you guys soon, and I'll see you down the road. Shop on eBay this holiday season to get more for your dough on stand mixers mm. or get more for your buck on this season's hottest tech and gaming gear. And on eBay, you can even get more <gasps> bling for less cha-ching on jewelry. You can get more because you save more on premium brands with eBay's exclusive deals. Get more when you get it on eBay. It's Black Friday now at JCPenney. Hurry and shop thousands of the merriest Black Friday deals while they last. Make spirits bright with up to 75% off fine jewelry. Get innovative with Sharper Image gifts now up to 50% off. Plus, take home kitchen appliances for $7.99 each after $10 mail-in rebate. Score these deals and more all week long before they're gone. Happy Black Friday, JCPenney. Offers valid on select items 1122 through 1128. Conditions and exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details.